Hello, the internet, and welcome to It's the Circle, the Circle of Zeit. Uh, that is courtesy of Johnny Davis. Uh, I'm Jack O'Brien. That is super producer Anna Hosnier. Hi. She is in a dumpster that is currently being loaded. Yeah, uh, sorry if you guys hear beeping. The, the trash men are taking out the garbage outside my apartment. So, you know, I, I can't really ask them to stop. They're essential, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's That seems fair. I mean, uh, in a just world, sure, they would stop to uh, For let podcast. us record the most important podcast in, in the universe. But, uh, you know, we don't live in that just world. Uh, Anna, how are, how are you doing right now? Um, I, you know, I feel a lot of things. Uh, mostly just like I got my gas, my foot on the gas pedal, and I'm really hoping. I you're gonna say you've got your get. I was like, I yeah. have, I have gas. Um, uh-huh. I'm ex, I, I'm pumped to, I'm pumped that like the world is coming together to be like this. That's enough. Like, yeah. and I, I understand, like, maybe it's even more heightened because we're in a pandemic and, you know, the fact that everyone lost their jobs and people are struggling and people are dying in masses and our government's not helping us. Like, it's like the perfect storm of um, of that's enough. Like, you have treated black people in this country poorly for too long and poorly yeah. is taking it lightly, honestly. Right. And uh yeah, and you have disenfranchised people of color for too long. And uh, now you need to start acknowledging the pain you've caused. And it's, I mean, it's an amazing time to be alive. I mean, I know a lot of people are struggling. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, I, I feel like white people have taken a very emotional toll of like, what do I do? But that's yeah. that's a good thing because it's making everyone look within themselves and be like, how have I been the problem? So um, right. I'm... This is a this is a great time for change and I'm excited for it to actually happen and you see it so you see it happening left and right and that that's huge. Like we are taking steps. I mean, yes, we had to bring out thousands, hundreds of thousands of people to march, but uh, you know, that seems to be the case in America. You really have to burn shit down for them to listen to you. Shouldn't yeah. be the case, but that's the country we live in. Right. So yeah, to answer your question, um, feeling good. Good. Yeah, and you are inspiring a lot of people uh, with your Google Docs with places to uh, donate and your uh, form letters that people can send to their mayor or their city council. Very cool. And yeah, good good work. Thanks, Let's Dad. Talk Finally, about some less inspiring <laughs> things. Uh, Let's talk about some less inspiring things that are happening uh, that are currently trending, uh, starting with Dan Bilzerian. Dan Bilzerian! I mean, um, that's truly how you say it, I think. Yeah. So this is a guy who uh, pays... My, uh, so he works out a lot. He's like a ripped dude with a beard, uh, and he owns a lot of guns, and he pays models to hang out with him. And then uh, he is like a Instagram influencer who uh, turns out has fooled a lot of uh, people who I know who uh, I went to school with. They're like, man, Bill Zarian did it again. Um, 
And yeah, he is his main thing, though. He's like the gun guy. He's like uh, a cartoon of masculinity and toxic masculinity uh, that doesn't realize it's toxic and just thinks it's rad. Um, But I always thought he was the um, the master of posing with almost phallic imagery of like, look at my big gun. (laughs) You could also have a big gun (sighs) if you know what I mean. And it's always like, what is this? What it's so like you said, it's just pure toxic masculinity of like hot babes and big guns. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the text is toxic masculinity. It's not even subtext. But uh, he just finished an autobiography, which I I feel like we're going to have to read just yeah. for entertainment purposes on the podcast. Um, he said, all right, just finished my autobiography, $5,000 to someone who gives me the best title. Uh, and in the comments, in the response to that, somebody uh, pointed out this amazing uh, anecdote they they said, remember that time Dan Bilzerian ran up to cops during the Las Vegas massacre and demanded they give him a gun and they told him to eat shit? <laughs> and then they screen capped an article that I couldn't find, but uh, I believe it's a real article. Uh, it starts, give me a gun, Bilzerian said in the footage, showing the officers something in his wallet, very likely a gun permit. You don't want my help? Oh, boy. And then in response, the cop says, no, get the fuck away from me right now. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> the video, which was posted by the Instagram user F1 Firearms, is below. Gunfire can be heard in the background. So, um, wow, that's pretty great. That is uh, some uh, true privilege. Yeah, that's privilege. But also, like, we have got to stop building up white men to think they can just do that. Giving these people the confidence to run up to a cop and say, give me a gun. We got to cut these people down. That is not okay. It's unbelievable. We talk on tomorrow's episode about uh, action movies that sent uh, me the wrong message when I was growing up. And this guy has clearly just been mainlining that shit. Congressional Democrats uh, are trending. Nancy is trending. The uh, Kente is trending. The African... Uh, Kente cloth scarves Mm -hmm. uh, are trending uh, because Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of lawmakers took a knee while wearing the uh, African Kente cloth scarves in what was obviously meant to be a like a show show of of support and solidarity. Yeah, Uh, it just it was just so, but came off as weird and tone deaf and. just yeah. cultural appropriation, what everyone is telling you not to do. That's a yeah. great example of listen. Just listen. Right. Ay, ay, ay. Also, read the room. Just read the room. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've fa- found myself being more and more um, just kind of surprised and distanced from uh the peop- the mainstream uh sort of liberals uh of of the world during these past few weeks uh just because it it feels like they're trying to address the situation uh with a lot of cosmetic uh changes and fixes that will just get people to quiet down i guess uh, or in this case, that will do nothing but just make them look like 
they care. Uh, 38% of Americans is trending. Uh, that is trending because a new uh, poll is showing that uh, 38% of Americans approve of the job Trump did uh, with coronavirus and the past two weeks of protests. And uh, I think it's 52% uh, disapprove. Um, something, it's an all-time uh, low, or it's the lowest it's been for over a year, which makes me feel slightly better at the same time. I don't know who, like the... The fact that there are 38% of Americans who are still like living in that separate of a reality from me is concerning. Yeah. Enough that are like, I don't know. I was okay. So I have no sense right. of anything else. Oh yeah. boy. So yeah, we'll we'll see how this plays out. Um one another uh trend that's happening is k-pop fans are using their internet powers for good yes They're, so it started with this i watch dallas app um where uh it's basically a snitch app like a an app that made it very user-friendly to snitch on people who are protesting uh in the city of dallas and instead of getting photos and videos of citizens committing crimes uh, the Dallas PD received a bunch of uh, short clips of BTS and is it Itzy or I-T-Z-Y? Uh, I don't know how you pronounce that. Red Velvet. Uh, but basically, K-pop fans flooded the app with clips of their favorite uh, performers yeah. and uh, at least temporarily shut down the app. Like It, it was... So Which overwhelmed. is what we should be doing. It's like when the FBI tweeted out, like, do you have video of any protesters? And it's like, or like just like citizens who are creating an endanger dangerous environment at protests. And it's like, yeah, flood them with police brutality videos. Here right. are your citizens yeah. who are causing the problems. Here are your citizens who are beating up people for peacefully protesting. Yeah. And that's what we got to do. Yeah. Uh, they're they're also on on Twitter using hashtags like White Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, and hashtag MAGA uh, on posts featuring. Uh, and I was surprised to learn this: uh, Korean pop sensations. Uh, mm. Yeah, so that similar tactic in all of their uh, you know human rights efforts, but it, it's effective because uh, the hashtags become useless. Uh, Trump was right. I saw it trending over the uh, weekend, and when I checked it out, it was a lot of uh, people talking shit about that idea and also uh, Korean K-pop clips. And apparently this isn't the first time K-pop fans uh, have gotten political. They also supported protests in Bangladesh following mm -hmm. a bus crash uh, that killed two students. They helped fund school lunches in the U.K., uh, the Chilean government even blamed K-pop fans for their part in supporting the mass protests in 2019. And meanwhile, on the other side of that, QAnon is becoming even more mainstream uh, relating to that 38%. Um, there was apparently a QAnon channel on Roku for two full weeks before what? it was noticed and removed last week. Whoa. Uh, Republicans voted uh, a QAnon supporter to be their candidate for Senate in Oregon, in Oregon. 
QAnon followers are spreading truly just vile misinformation claiming that uh, George Floyd's death had been faked. Uh, and mm. 1.3 million people saw that on Facebook because Facebook doesn't care uh, how horrible the people they're connecting and the messages they're connecting around are. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just so, I think I've been talking about this, but it doesn't become less true or scary to me that, uh, you know, the thing that (laughs) the first thing that this book about the, uh, end of the Weimar Republic and beginning of Nazism talked about was people being actively willing to go out of their way to believe things that weren't true, that were like politically expedient. Um, right. I, I do feel like people and- like it's an easy escape to be like, no, this can't possibly be happening in our world. So you like look yeah. to things like that and it's easy to be like, yeah, sure. I mean, the world is ripe with secrets, conspiracy theories. I'll turn to that versus like kind of like just facing the facts of like this country is, you know, run by white supremacy. And by ignoring yeah. what's going on, you're just adding to it. By like turning to QAnon, you're not, you're not, hel- I don't know. QAnon, yeah. man, what a mess. I accidentally clicked on an anonymous. Not accidentally. I was just like, hmm, anonymous and clicked on that hashtag on Twitter and was in such a deep hole of like, what? Every every tweet, I'd be like, wait, what? Everything. I mean, some stuff I was like, okay, well, that's just interesting. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm intrigued. And then other stuff I was like, how is it possible to so easily spread this kind of misinformation so quickly? And people, there's so many people retweet it. Yeah, it's it's more popular and more like widely believed than I think we realize. All the people who have been cut off from their family, they're just like this is my family now. Yeah. Um you know, they so K-pop stars uh took on QAnon using their hashtags for more clips and photos of K-pop. Uh but QAnoners took that as further evidence that the deep state was coming after them. So and that that seems to be what is so uh, powerful about QAnon is that they will use information that uh, gets in the way of their message or information that disproves their theory mm-hmm. and take that and like turn it into evidence for their theory. It's really um, they just don't all. It's like a machine that is just designed to craft more theories based on whatever uh you know raw information you feed into it and so there's literally nothing that can be done to stop it it seems like uh so valiant effort though by the k-pop stands and uh i do love love the work they're doing and any way they can undermine the attempts by the police to interfere with these marches and and actions for change. Actually, I want to correct I myself. Say, let's do it. I said earlier I clicked on an anonymous hashtag. I meant to say a Q anonymous. Anonymous is separate Q-anonymous. from Q anon. Sorry, I didn't mean to Although say. Although there is no there, but there is a new anonymous. Like anonymous is back was the thing you were seeing a couple weeks ago. But then there were like all these weird things where people think it might not actually be anonymous. Interesting. Or who knows? I not know what anonymous is, and like it's well, easy to 
it would be easy for QAnon to take Anonymous and be like, and we're for QAnon now because, uh, Interesting. You know, yeah. They, well, the original Anonymous was predated QAnon, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what I thought. So They go way back. Anonymous goes way back. There, yeah. But QAnon, the real like right-wing QAnon is like a whole other journey of darkness and and misinformation. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, well, Anna, it's been a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist uh, on this trending episode uh, because you weren't on uh, the regular episode. Why don't you tell people where they can find you? Uh, you can find me at Anna Hosnia on Twitter. I'm posting a bunch of stuff to help resources um, just because I know uh, people get lost and don't know where to start when they feel like they want to help, but it's a lot of information to take in. So I'm, you know, I'm posting stuff. I'm, I, I made a whole resource doc that's pinned on my Twitter for where you can donate. It's growing every day. I add to it whenever anyone messages me or tells me more places, or if I see a go, another GoFundMe, I'm constantly adding to it. Um, also, we dropped an ethnically ambiguous episode, me and my co-host Shereen Yunez, Ooh. today about Black Lives Matter, where we talk about different resources and how you can help and just kind of break down a lot of feelings you might be having and how you can talk to your family members as well about what's going on in the world and help, you know, show people how their privilege allows them to say and do whatever they want. And maybe they haven't realized it at this point, which, you know, a lot of our older folk don't. You know, like they've, you know, I, I don't know. I, I use my father a lot as an example because my dad and I have come a long way. Uh, he's an immigrant man who growing up would say a lot of racist things, not realizing the damage he was doing uh, and how me and my siblings really had to um, step up and say a lot or basically explain to him why he's being racist and how. And um, he's come such a long way. Like now when you speak to him, I mean, he still gets... He still every once in a while gets confused. He has issues with the looting of small businesses. And, you know, we are ha still having these discussions with him to this day. And I think it just shows you, you it can't stop. The discourse must continue because racism isn't just going to stop because of these protests. We have to keep it going. Like defunding the police is one step, but we have to keep moving forward with all the discussions, with the listening, the learning this is going to be a long process. We have a very long way to go. I know we're making, we're taking steps right now and it feels like we are making advances, but don't stop here. Like we must keep moving forward and we must keep learning and listening and doing our part to, um, you know, keep the Black Lives Matter movement going. Yeah. Agreed. So Jack, we will have a talk about your racism later. <laughs> just joking. I'm just sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I knew you were subtweeting me that whole time you were talking <laughs> yeah, my about my dad. Yeah. <laughs> my immigrant father, Jack O'Brien. <laughs> He's from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for this afternoon. We hope you guys are doing well. Uh, go out. Don't do nothing. Uh, and be kind to each other and be kind to yourself. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye.